1: Y'all, I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna be a fun one. Uh it's awesome anytime I can get you a fresh episode of the Big D Show podcast. But when honestly one of the best country artists to ever do it can get on the phone and chat with us, it's even better, man. I think this is him now. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big D Show Podcast. Here we go. Hello. Hey, Big D. Dirks. Dirks, brother. How are you, my friend? Good. How you doing? Dude, life is uh life is good. It's gonna get a whole lot better next weekend when uh when you roll on through.
0: Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's uh, a little chilly back here in Nashville. There's snow on the ground and uh, walking around outside and i talk to you. It's freezing. I can't wait to get back out west. <laughs> Hopefully, you got some weather.
1: <laughs> Dude, man, I tell you, I, uh, I'm scrolling through social media and I see uh, snow in Nashville. I was in Nashville uh, for a music summit just over a year ago and there was reports that snow was coming. And literally like school was shut down for the day and then it didn't oh, yeah. end up snowing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I see all the schools are closed today and it's
1: it's the roads
0: are totally clear, but uh we don't take any chances here. All the supermarket shelves are, are cleared out, all the chainsaws are are taken out of a Home Depot. We don't we uh, people here are like they much freak out over like an inch of snow.
1: There there's no there's no water left at Walmart or nothing, like no, everybody's no. up. <laughs> cleared out. Man, I, I got to ask, because um, you have played uh, the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan uh, here in Las Vegas a handful of times. It, it seems to be a venue you dig, and obviously offers come in for different venues. Is there something you really like about playing yeah. in that room? Yeah, and this year being
0: pretty specific with our dates, it's actually a year off from our regular you know tour. We toured the last two years off the Mountain album, and uh, had a tour called the Mountain that was called burning Man and uh, a lot of fun. And this year, just going to take some time to work on some other projects. So, kind of being always selective the dates we're doing, and I had so much fun playing the chelsea I, We played there in December a couple of years ago. We did two shows, and it was just it was awesome. It was actually a it was awesome. It was a big part of the uh, the Burning Man tour. A lot of stuff we tried out at that show with you guys in Vegas. We uh, we ended up using on the tour. So it's a great place to obviously you know put on our best show and. and, and it, and just go go big, but also, you know, just uh, doing two shows like that, you get a chance to maybe throw some songs you haven't done in a while and, and try a couple things um, in there. And uh, it's, just, it's just a fun place to play, and, and the chance to come back to do it again, uh, especially over Valentine's Day weekend, and at President's weekend was a no-brainer.
1: Uh, Keith recently is uh, or is the most recent country artist to sign up for anything uh, close to a residency. I mean, the boys at FGL, they do like a short residency where they do like knock out six shows in 10 days. Um, Keith, yeah. Keith has spread out, you know, a few weekends here and there uh, from, you know, the beginning of the year now through, I think it's October. Is that anything that appeals to you? Or maybe have you been approached on anything like that yet?
0: I, I've been approached about that. It does
1: appeal to me. I think it's pretty cool. I, I'm good friends with Keith. And I, I, I've seen what he's doing. and
0: uh, It looks awesome. I've, uh, he's such a, a beacon for me. Uh, he just I love everything he does. I'm sure those shows are really well thought out and a lot of fun to go to. So yeah, it does. You know, I'm, I'm from Arizona originally. So the idea of kind of being close to home and be back out West, uh, having a place to kind of really like lock into and, and do a show is, uh, is exciting for me. And at some point I hope to get a chance to do that. Um, you know, I have a festival out in Colorado that I just launched a couple of years ago. And, uh, the idea of taking that festival and condensing it—the the, the spirit of that festival, which is uh, you know current country music with '90s country music with um, bluegrass and all of the things I'm interested—finding in, a way to incorporate that into to a show, um, I think it would be really really fun. Um, it, it feels like you know doing the Vegas thing—you're you, really every night is a celebration of your your whole career and everything you're interested in and you can really make it really fine tune it to with the stage and production to make a really special show. So yeah, definitely holds interest. And hopefully somewhere down the road, that's uh, something I get to to do. But until then, we'll just keep coming to the Cosmo and doing these, uh, (laughs) Back-to-back
1: shows. There you go. We, uh, you, you brought up your career and and how much success you've had. Does that add pressure when when you're going to? I mean, obviously, when you recorded the mountain, that that seemed to be a process. You know, I kind of followed your story on 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 what you did to record that. Is there a lot more pressure you put on yourself, um, knowing the success you've already had to kind of continue that ball rolling?
0: Yeah, uh, the only pressure. You know, I I'm just in a place where and I, I kind of guess I've always been there, but I recognize it now more than ever. Where it's like, well, let's not do any of this stuff. Let's not tour. Let's not make music unless there's a sense of joy and wonder and inspiration and excitement and everything we do. And so, I, I feel like to me, you know, these albums I've been making uh, since I started headlining arenas and stuff, I really try to make albums have a, a thread and a focus and a theme. Uh, you know, Riser was about my dad passing away and my son being born and Black, my wife's black name is Black. That album kind of themed around you know, being married for 10 years, and then this current album, The Mountain, you know, Back Out West, is the idea of the similarities between the climbing a mountain and physically, but also like the mountain here in Music Row, you know, the music career mountain. So you've got these great themes, and I've been able to kind of base the tours around those themes, and that keeps it really fun and exciting for me. And then, uh, of course, right now I'm getting a chance to produce uh, this great 90s country band, which I think you're. You're familiar with as you uh, you added the song Picker Up," which uh, the boys appreciate. But the Hot Country Nights, so uh, get a chance to do that right now, and they'll be in Vegas as well. So just keeping it fresh and keeping it, you know, just constantly changing up is what makes it fun for me to go do all this stuff.
1: <laughs> you literally segued the exact same time I was going to to, <laughs> to, to, to Hot Country Nights. Uh, how did how did these boys uh, get onto your radar and? and I mean, knowing that 90s country, I don't want to say has passed us by, because I, I don't mean the negative connotation that comes with that, but, I mean, 90s country is 90s country. We're talking 20 years ago, 20-plus. Yeah, 30s. I mean, yeah. started in the 1990s, so that's almost 30 years.
0: Some of these guys, they, <laughs> they still refer to themselves as boys, those so they are a little bit older than that, but they, they still live the glory days
1: of the 90s, for sure. How did you know that that this would catch? or did you, Or did you just think, hey, this will be a fun side project to work with those guys?
0: You know, they've been opening, they have been yeah. opening our shows uh, for the last four years, uh, going on at seven, uh, and then, you know, the other bands go on, and then, then we would go on, and uh, it's a lot of fun to see the reaction of the crowd, it's really something that started on our bus, just the love of that music, and uh, and missing the, the, you know, those songs, playing those songs we cut our teeth on, and so, something me and the guys band have always been interested in, and uh it's just been, you know, the, the album's out now. Uh, so the album's going to come out rather in May. But the singles are out now. Pick her up, and uh, also just released a song called Asphalt. And uh, Doug would uh, he want, he he wanted to jump on the phone with you, but he's currently at a Hooters right now. So that I, sounds I, about I right. I'm, I'm sorry, Big D. But he's at a Hooters. Uh, that's kind of where he has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Really, kind of has a uh, lives there, the one here down in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. <laughs> but uh They'll be the, they'll be there in Vegas, and uh, I can't wait. This will be their first real show since um, since the, the launch of the of the of the new music and the announcement of the tour coming up in April. So is can't it, wait for y'all to
1: check them out. Is this their first? You know, now they got this big label deal. Is this their first show with a with label support? Yes, this
0: will be. They had a brief show at the uh, Phoenix Open the other day, but this is their first proper indoor. Real, real show. So uh, we'll be out there for about 25 minutes, kicking things off before Kaylee Hammack. And uh, I would, if you've never seen them, I would get there early because it's, um, it's. I think they're pretty entertaining.
1: I can't wait. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> when I say tickets still available, I mean there ain't much left. Uh, it's next Friday and Saturday night. Not only do you get Dirks Bentley, but you get hot country nights. You get Kaylee Hammock. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun inside the Cosmopolitan. The Chelsea is honestly one of the most amazing venues uh, in Las Vegas because it's big, but literally you could you could be leaning against the back wall and you still feel like you're right in oh, front man. of the stage.
0: It's such a great venue, the, the sound in there. Is, I think someone told me, is that where Bruno Mars used to do his thing? Yep, his, his, his whoever, early shows, whoever yeah. Whoever set that theater up did such a good job with the sound, the seating. It's just such a, like, such a nice venue, man.
1: Yeah, it's great, man. I I, I can't wait to go. Uh, I got to ask you, you recently, and I don't know if I read it on an interview or, or wherever, but uh, you talked about the song Living and how... Yeah. Uh, did you know that... that it was an anthem type song when, when it was done, because really you can listen to it and enjoy it. But also if you listen, listen to it, it's like, damn, I want to kind of go home and hug my kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you know, I feel lucky that song because, you know, it's a song that obviously has a big impact on radio and, and is a hit, you know, I'll be honest. I love having hits. I love walking out on stage with people singing along to every word of a song, but I'm also selfish that I want to sing a song that is, authentic to who I am at this point in my life. And that song, I feel lucky I got both, you know? And really, this whole this whole current album, with Woman, Moon and Man, I feel like I got away with something. I have, they're all number one big hit songs, but they're also super personal to me. And so it's definitely not like I'm feeding the system. Um, the living, is uh, that's my motto, man. That's that's something, I, when I'm singing that, I'm not just singing to my fans. I'm probably singing to myself or anybody else as a reminder to get out there and, and live. And, uh, you know, there's some days that just... Aren't that great? There's not much you can do about them, but there's a lot of days where things it's just your perception of the situation. And if you can change it, if you change your mind, like right now in Nashville, and it's gray and it's snowy, and my normal self would say this is a really crappy day. But if I can find a way to kind of flip the script, I can, you know, find beauty in it. And I try to do that on the road, try to do the shows, everything I do, just try to find a way to make it, uh, make the most of the situation. So that's almost a life motto for me, and I appreciate you saying that, Big D.
1: Absolutely, man. And it's, I mean, it's, and it's funny because. When I heard it, I loved it. But then, like you listened to it more, and it really took you saying, and it was something like when you drop your kids off at school. It's almost like, hey, you get to pick if I forget what you said. It's you get to pick if it's going to be a good day or a really good day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that as a a coach who always said that. You know, he wakes up every morning, puts his feet on the ground, and he decides, gives himself the option between today being a great day or a very great day. So those those are the only two options you give yourself. Not, it might not end up being a great day, but at least you're starting off. <laughs> Put the chance for it to be so,
1: man. I appreciate you taking time, and I'll let you go shortly. But I gotta ask—you've done amazing things throughout your career. What are things? Do you have like a a bucket list uh, of items, or do you have a checklist of things you haven't done career-wise yet that you still want to be able to knock off?
0: Man, that's a great question. Um, I'm really in a great spot where it almost feels like I'm back. Like when you first start off in, in doing this stuff, you now you have to just. You can't, you just, you gotta do something original and you gotta try and go for stuff because you got you know, you have nothing to lose. And then I feel like I'm a spot now where it's the same mentality where I've achieved kind of everything I ever wanted to do, you know, from playing Madison Square Garden and playing the hometown arena here in Nashville and certain other shows out west and going to do two nights in a row, with, you know, Cosmo. It's ridiculous. So it's kind of like nothing left to lose. Let's, let's see how far out there we can take it. And what I want to leave behind musically is a legacy and uh similar to the nights project is something that uh <laughs> I obviously don't have a lot of fear <laughs> about failure <laughs> putting that thing out there. Um but that's what makes music great. I think when it gets stale and people are just playing the same old music over and over again. Uh, you know, that's not good for country music. That's not uh that's not really taking a lot of respect to the the uh, opportunity you've been given to be a recording artist. So I just want to keep taking chances and trying things and um uh, and uh I got a great band and great road family and you know my kids really don't want me to retire. I asked my, my 11-year-old you know, what she thought about me flown down a little bit. She said, you can retire in 2088. So I guess it will be 104 <laughs> before uh, I hang it up. <laughs>
1: so, that's, listen, 108, you'll be lucky to be living. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a run. Uh, by the way, I just want to say on that Hot Country Nights record, pick her up. Yeah. Guys about our age, because we're about the same age. If I knew Tip- Tiffany Amber Thiessen would be waiting, I would have bought a truck, a pickup, a long time ago.
0: <laughs> exactly. She she's so fun in that video shoot, man. She was such a. It was just. It was nice to have one professional actor at least on the uh, on the shoot. But uh, this song's fun, man. You know, the whole record. It's it, it, it started off. You know, something we've been doing for a while. But we, you know, I wrote these songs with a bunch of my buddies, and they're I thought great songs, and I. Took the band into the studio and never put a lot of time into it. It just, it just started snowballing into this, you know, the last, of course, last year into a much more serious project. And it was just going to be something that I worked on maybe, you know, for a few months. It's become kind of a, I don't really see the, where it ends at this point because I feel like the music's great and I've seen a lot of support, obviously, from you and, and my friends in the radio. And I think the fans are hungry for music that's just fun. I mean, why does everything have to be so serious all the time? I definitely am guilty of taking myself a little too seriously out there. So have this music out right now It's just, Something you can crank up in your car and in uh, damn long feels feels pretty good.
1: I saw a uh, obviously you're a Preds fan, right? You you have yeah. your your Nashville roots, but I gotta ask. I work, uh, I do the in arena hosting for the Vegas Golden Knights. So if I come nice, to the, if I come to the show on a Friday, I saw a video a while back you posted. You have like 150 thousand hockey jerseys. I mean, if I show up with a hockey jersey, is it too much? Am I just no. adding to the collection? No, I'd love, I love a jersey, man. Hey, I'm a Knights fan. My, my buddy James
0: Neal, who's one of my good buddies, but he played for the Predators. Yeah. He's out there for your all inaugural season, and uh, I got to know the team pretty well just watched the games and watched him and pulling for him. So uh, I'm a Knights fan, and, uh, hell, my, my band's called the Hot Country Knights, so we, we could, we'd love a Knights jersey. Dude, and That's I, actually not a bad idea. You, I, give, you give me an idea for the show.
1: Dude, and I appreciate <laughs> that. But, uh,. <laughs> Dirks, Dirks, I appreciate you, man. Uh, I'm gonna let you run again. Tickets are still available. I'll put a link uh, through Instagram, Big D Radio. Uh, check it out there. Uh, not only for uh, for the tickets to the show, but I'll post the Hot Country Nights video there uh, if you haven't seen it as well. And Dirks, we'll see you in uh, just a few days, my friend.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Big D.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.